listening to Wake Up and Read the Labels, your guide to eating simple and feeling good. If you want to eat clean and feel your best, guess what? You're in the right place. Each week, we talk about ingredients that may be holding you back from feeling your best. We also talk to some brands that are going against the grain and actually using real ingredients we can recognize. Plus, we're sharing stories with people who are just like you, who actually woke up and read the labels. Welcome to Wake Up and Read the Labels podcast. I am excited to go live today with a one-of-a-kind texture often compared to brownie batter, chocolate truffles, or fudge. This real treat is discovering each bar is made from only a limited number of real whole ingredients your body can recognize. We're going to be going into a deep dive with Christy Goldsby who is the founder and the owner of Honey Mamas, which is a Portland, Oregon-based maker of refrigerated truffle bars, changing the status quo for indulgence. Welcome, Christy. How are you? So nice to be here. I'm doing great, Jen. Yeah, it's always a good day when we can just wake up and start talking about delicious chocolate bars, right? (laughs) It really is. It really is. I was going to do a cultured vegetable company, which I love cultured vegetables, but the root of kind of why I started it was for gut health, like focus on that. And um, I kept running into all sorts of blocks with that business idea. And And I've always really appreciated that I ended up where I did with such a delicious tasting thing. So delicious. And I hope after people listen to our conversation today, they realize that like chocolate doesn't have to be this this bad for you food or this just candy, like it can actually have healing properties to it. And so I'm excited to talk about all these, those things. Tell me first things first, like how did you get into this? Is it a health journey yourself or is it just, hey, I want to create chocolate? I got into it because I owned a a bakery and coffee roasting company in the early 2000s with my mom and my sister. And during that time, you know, we started that because my mom is an incredible baker and that kind of runs in her family. Her father was as well. And he had a bakery when she was growing up. And we really started that kind of intentionally. I had to little kids. My sister was in like a career transition and my mom was also retiring. And we started this bakery because we were like, really wanted to put these delicious foods, you know, cakes and pies and all these beautiful, you know, foods out there into the community that in Portland and also be able to kind of create a livelihood for ourselves that felt meaningful in that way. And it just was a language that was really familiar. So We did that. That was a really wild and cool and interesting experience. And then fast forward about, oh gosh, let's see, like six years, seven years. My best friend had an autoimmune disorder and she was suffering really severely from an autoimmune disease called myasthenia gravis and could not figure out how to cure it essentially. And the doctors were saying, we know what this is. We just don't know necessarily what to do for you. Here's some medications. And so she was recommended a cleanse from a Tai Chi teacher of hers. And he said, I, this really healed me when I was very sick. And so it's worth a try. And she said, I'm going to do this thing. And I said, okay, I'm going to do it with you for support. And we did it together. 
And within three weeks, it was called Body Ecology Diet. It's like a gut health focused kind of candida focused cleanse. It's just like really breaks it down to like the most rudimentary kind of gut health focused health. And I felt like a different person after a few weeks. I had tons of energy, super clear thinking. I felt just like I had zip in my step that I hadn't had for a really long time. And she turned her autoimmune disease around totally 360 and also discovered she was celiac during that time. And so it was a really interesting bridge for me because while we, I had the bakery, I also really couldn't eat anything that we made because I constantly felt exhausted and I was having anxiety issues and all of this stuff was coming up for me. And once I changed my diet, I realized this, the impact that the foods that I was putting in my body actually had on, for me, it really was more like more subtle. It wasn't so much of an autoimmune situation, but it was like these subtle ways where I had resources through the foods that I was eating to actually make myself feel incredible and like a different person. So that was the seed of really why I started Honey Mamas is I wanted to take that comfort food experience of what we all love about eating chocolate cake and pecan pie and cookies and all the things that are wonderful, which, you know, we were using good ingredients in the bakery, but we weren't cutting corners and things like that. But with Honey Mamas, because I had done that cleanse, I really went on this health journey of understanding kind of the gut brain connection and understanding like how important it actually was to pay attention to the oils that I was using, soaking nuts and seeds and all the things like the ease of digestion and anti-inflammation equaled essentially a really simple approach to taking care of your health. And so that truly was, I kind of went on this mission to figure out a way to bring, I understood baking, I understood business from that, both of those perspectives. And I wanted to figure out a way to help more people make changes in their lives through food, because that was my language, that is my language, and do that, but do that in a way where it's at the grocery store level and not necessarily just at the community level, like what we were doing at the bakery, because the grocery store is where people shop and that's where they're making decisions on what to put on the table and to put in school lunches and all of that. And so that was that was why I started the business is I wanted to bring that conversation to people's homes. Beautiful. I love it. And it is important for people to know the important connection between food and health, because I'm in agreement that most people don't realize like they actually feel bad all day. Yeah. And they're tired all day and their gut is a wreck because of their food. They're like, oh, well, I'm not on any medication or I don't have autoimmune. I'm just getting older or I just don't sleep well. And it's like, no, what you're putting into your body is like, that's the way your body talks to you. Do you agree? Absolutely. I mean, it's amazing. And I think, I don't know if you've experienced this in your, with what you do and how many people you're interacting with, but I can only imagine like once somebody has that experience where they can transition out of like feeling better, literally just by what they're putting in their body there, it's kind of hard to avoid the the facts. And it's a great thing to come back to, even when you go through phases of kind of getting out of balance or, you know, whatever. And it's like, you always know you can come back to that and just having that foundation is huge. 
Yeah. And you get an answer. No, for people who come to us, like we've helped to date over 8,000 people and they are just like, it's a pivotal moment in their life and it's life changing. And for a lot of them, it's like, they're now preaching to the choir and preaching to people around them. Like, listen, no, this can really help you. So tell me what is the, who's the honey mama? Are you the honey mama? Who is the honey mama? I'm the honey mama. (laughs) You are the honey mama. I'm the honey mama. So honey mama, that name I have, my family is mostly from Oklahoma. And so I grew up you know, my parents moved to Portland when they were in their twenties and they had, well, I have, I'm one of four kids. And so we all grew up over on the West coast, but we would go back to Oklahoma a couple of times a year and spend a lot of time there. And so all my relatives, you know, have that kind of Southern vernacular, obviously, and just that element of, oh, familiar and not very formal. And I think that the quality of when I realized that honey was going to be the only sweetener that I would use my company was called Nectar Foods when I first I thought of the idea. And I was actually with a friend of mine and she said, you know, so excited about what you're doing and stuff. But she's like, but the name, it's so, um, I don't know, straightforward. And like, you are this vibrant, bubbly person. And, you know, have you thought about doing something that's a little bit more fun <laughs> than Nectar Foods? But I was like, I didn't know how many products I would create. I didn't, I really wanted like this parent company kind of concept. But anyway, so I started playing around with the word honey and it's kind of just what came up for me. I had a a great grandmother, her name was Big Mama. Her real name was Bertha, but we called her Big Mama. And I just had that kind of, that sensibility of wanting to give recognition to my ancestors and my, my family and kind of just like all the people who formed me into who I am today and, and that history that's there. And that's the connection. So it's very personal for me. Cool. Okay. So I'm now curious, did you used to make things with nectar? No. Interesting. I was like, maybe she was all about nectar and then something made her switch to honey. So I thought maybe we would have a story there. No, no. Nectar, I think it was more like nectar of the gods, you know, kind of like honey is Honey, you know, I love a lot of different natural sweeteners, but honey was the one that my body felt absolutely the best when I was working with. And I would say it had more, I know this sounds funny, but like, I think it had more life to it. There was like a sense when I ate honey and put it into recipes where I felt like it brought the whole thing to life in a different way. But like, I love coconut palm sugar and all those types of things that are delicious as well, but they just don't have the same magic and honey is an incredible food healing food. In fact, if you check out Hershey's, I'm also want to look up Hershey's kisses ingredients, just because (laughs) that's kind of like, that's what comes to mind, right? So yes, there's definitely milk in there. So dairy. And then I like to tell people that like, you are what your cow eats. So do you know what the Hershey cows are eating? It's not like the high quality fine stuff. Mm -hmm. If it was, Hershey's would be advertising that. And then the other thing is they're using cane sugar or regular sugar, which is going to be highly processed, highly refined. And it's what makes your blood sugar really spike up. And that's when you feel like, oh, I can't get enough Hershey Kisses, right? If you're staring at the Hershey Kiss bowl on your desk and you're just like, I have to put it away from me, there's a reason for that. It's not because you have a sweet tooth. It's not because you just crave chocolate all day. It's because of the ingredients in the chocolate. So do you want to dive into exactly why you chose honey and why honey can be healing to someone? Honey is 
For one thing, it's a whole food, so it's not refined. I use raw honey in all of the bars. It's antifungal, antimicrobial. It's It has so many micronutrients that are readily available for your body to absorb that there is just no extra process that you have to go through. Once you eat honey, it is just available to you. All of the nutrients are available to you. So it adds sweetness. And so obviously, yeah, you're not going to live on honey day in and day out. But as far as using it as a sweetener in your choosing it as a sweetener, you are going to get all of those wonderful kind of natural healthy benefits to being able to bring that into your diet along with a whole food diet in general. And so honey to me, it's also in the bars because it's the binder for the bar. So without honey in the bars, they are mush and they fall apart. And although, you know, you asked if I wanted to be, you know, create chocolate, it's actually not chocolate that we make. It's because it doesn't have cocoa butter in it. Well, we actually just started a line that does have some cocoa butter in it for longer shelves to, you know, kind of out of the, off the fridge shelf stability. But the honey, it's really just originally made from five whole food ingredients. So it's honey, cocoa powder, Himalayan pink salt, unrefined coconut oil, and either sprouted almonds or coconut meat. Okay. That's the basis for the bars. And so honey, in my mind, um, and from all of the research that I started diving into once I was considering like, you know, this particular product It's just this most magical whole food ingredient that has been for centuries considered essentially an elixir of the gods. (laughs) That's how I look at it. And it is, you know, it's a natural preservative and a little goes a long way too, which I think is really wonderful about it. I mean, you know, comparing to like Honey Mamas to Hershey's, for example, you'll have seven grams of sugar per serving with a Honey Mama's bar, but you're going to have seven grams of sugar for, I don't even, I'm not looking at the, I don't know what kisses are right off the top of my head, but still, you know, you're getting essentially, and even protein bars, this is a great kind of thing to look at is people will say, well, are you a protein bar? And I say, no, we're not actually a specifically kind of created to be a protein bar, but the ingredient deck of what we're doing is nutrient rich nutrient-dense whole foods that your body can easily absorb the nutrients in. And there's no preservatives, no fillers, no refined sugar, no processed sugars, nothing processed emulsifiers or any of that stuff. And the sugars are about a third of what you're going to get just out of a protein bar. So I think, you know, for me, I, I do eat honey mamas in the morning, but it is, it's just kind of a really interesting, like honey to me is, uh, it's just such a beautiful sweetener. It is. It's one of the best. It's a world renowned, everyone's eating honey. It's made in the same way from the bee. Tell me this, have you ever tried putting any of the Honey Mama's bars into your coffee? Yeah, I have, as a matter of fact. I love and I love that. It's one of my favorite things to do. Oh, you do? What do you oh that's fun. Which ones do you or what have you tried? I have them all. Like right now I have the pumpkin spice, so I'll oh, just yeah. drop it into my hot coffee, let it melt, and then uh-huh. maybe I'll put a little creamer on top. What are some fun things that people that you've heard of people do with the bars? People love to put them in smoothies. Good idea. Which is another thing. You know, it, it in my mind, it's like, it is a great idea. It makes it really a simple way to add like sweetener and also just like superfoods. 
And then also on yogurt or like your favorite ice cream, you know, just cut them up into little, little bits and put them in that. I love to put them into cookies. We do that often or pies. You kind of like think of them as chocolate chip, essentially a chocolate chip. And if a chocolate chip and like a pumpkin seed had a baby, you know, it's like the nutrient richness of what you're going to get out of like these really beautiful nutrient rich nuts and seeds and things with like a the chocolate chip. For sure. So I'm curious in the food industry, right? Mm -hmm. The ingredients in most of our foods, additives, artificial sweeteners, preservatives, dairy, soy. How do you choose to go against the industry standard? What is that like? Well, it's really is the reason I went into business is because I wanted to, I, because again, going back to the food as medicine piece originally that got me started is that when I was looking at the grocery store shelves, when I first had the aha that I wanted to figure out a product to make that would help people understand that food is medicine. Originally, I was going to do that cultured vegetable company and I and I was pretty set on it because it was very functional and it was very much about gut health. And so at that point, I wasn't even really thinking about any of that, you know, industry standard with that. It was just, it was so, this is night, this is a 2013 so there really wasn't anything like that on the shelves. And I recognized pretty quickly that I wanted to do something that intuitively felt like that I would want it and I would want to grab it. And with that bakery experience, that bridge between those two worlds of like, you know, it's like the spoonful of sugar concept, obviously, of how can I introduce something that is a naturally that people love where it's a comfort food. And so once I started really looking at it from that perspective of letting it be functional, but also having it be something that is, you know, indulgent, I loved this idea of, I guess it wasn't, I was thinking I was going against like kind of standards and norms. I wanted to be in there kind of breaking some ground in a way that was approachable for people, which is why I think that approach with like this chocolate bar, you know, this this like nutrient rich kind of fudgy thing, brownie like thing for people would be an approachable way to all of a sudden realize like this tastes delicious and it doesn't have all this other stuff in it. And so it's like, it's the waking up aspect of kind of like, oh, you know, it's like wake up and recognize like that there are like, look at like exactly what you're doing every single day with your career is like, you are, it's that whole, that's exactly kind of how I guess I thought is like, I just want it to be for people who have like cancer or who are like, have really severe autoimmune where they can't, they have such a restricted diet that they're really having to really be careful about what they're choosing to eat to heal and also people who literally just want to taste something that's delicious. And so for me, it was really, uh, um, I had my, you know, my kind of guardrails around creating a product and those things all, you know, all those allergens and all of those things that are difficult for our bodies to handle and that are poisons, you know, essentially were just, you know, not on those guardrails. And I just felt that I, that was just kind of my devious little plan. I wanted it to be natural. I wanted people to not feel that there, there's not a dogma that's attached to this product. It's mostly just like a really positive experience. And then that that in itself would be encouraging for people to cook that way, eat that way, buy that way. For sure. 
And if you guys take a look on their website or if you're at the grocery store and you grab one of the bars, you'll see the clean ingredients. For example, I see one of your flavors of your truffle bar is the chocolate cake and it's all organic and it has raw honey, coconut oil, cacao powder, coconut, pecans, vanilla, and Himalayan pink salt, which is super amazing. So why don't you cover quickly what flavors do you guys have? What can people find in stores? In stores, you will, the chocolate cake has quickly become like our best-selling bar. That one, the coconut bar, is also one that you'll find in grocery stores. The Peruvian raw is essentially, it's very similar to the chocolate cake, except for it's made with a Peruvian raw cacao, which has just got this really like fruity, just a different type of chocolate flavor profile. And then Lavender Rose, which has been our best-selling bar since we made it in 2014. That one has a little bit of lavender oil in it, and it's topped with with rose petals. And so it's just a really beautiful bar. And then Oregon Mint, which is my favorite, has been for since I first started the company. Those are really some of the top-selling bars that people will see out in the grocery stores. But we have have a lot of bars, and we can get bars on HoneyMamas.com. As where you know we sell all of our bars. We also just launched a line of treats at Target, and so we just launched them with Target, and then we're going to be expanding nationwide. You know, you'll see these expanding nationwide. You know, over the coming months, but we have Mocha Crunch, Cinnamon Roll, and the Chocolate Cake in small, small size. So, you know, with Honey Mamas, it's a two and a half ounce bar. So, and it's a pretty you know, they're rich. So you can't, I kind of designed it like a Kit Kat. So there's like three little chunks that you can break off. And then the treat size that we just launched at Target, those are one ounce. And so they're just a little bit more kind of, you know, there's two little segments that you can eat, but they're much more like kind of grab and go and eat as you go. Grab and go for sure. The other ones are like, let them hang out in your fridge and use them throughout your weeks. Is there anything else you think I didn't cover? I think the the only thing I, I kind of meant to say about the treats line too, Jen, was just that because, you know, your question about like kind of going against the standard or, or whatever, I think that's a really good question because yeah. I've been in business 11 years and it is obscure. It's like, what is this thing? It's in the fridge. Like if you're not going to the, to the chocolate aisle to grab it. It's kind of a discovery experience yeah. or it's a word of mouth or some, yeah, somebody shares it with you or whatever. And I think... One of the things that I'm most excited about right now, and especially like with this treats line, is kind of meeting consumers where they're at and making it a little bit more accessible, as accessible as we can make it. And and part of that is through kind of making these fun, very indulgent flavors, which is like, you know, cinnamon roll, chocolate cake. And those are just very approachable and easy to digest for people, no pun intended. But just to understand kind of a little bit more like what is this cocoa truffle bar thing? And I think that that feels exciting to be in this place where we've grown the company and through the natural grocery channel, really, for this whole time I've been in business. And we're really just now moving more into conventional grocery. And that feels very important to me because that is the to, to kind of meet the mission of the company of, of providing people with that. For sure. Well, I applaud you for your efforts and I congratulate you for what you've done so far because 
I know my parents owned grocery stores. They had like 20 grocery stores, a big chain. Yes. When I was growing up. So I know the power of the in caps. I know the power of the delivery guys that want their product stocks in certain places. Like I get it. And so I think it's a beautiful thing that there are companies like yours who are ethical and sticking to their ground and having a mission and knowing the importance and the quality of their ingredients and knowing that, hey, the people that need us will find us and will go through anything to keep it super high quality. And it'll come in time. It's just, I understand the hard battle of going against the grain and doing something different, but also sticking to your ground and trusting your instinct, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So for everybody listening, go follow Honey Mamas on all social media platforms. We'll link it beneath. Also, Christy, I've enjoyed talking to you and I appreciate everything you're doing. And I'm going to go drop some Honey Mamas right into my coffee after we get off. (laughs) Thanks, Jen. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening to this episode of Wake Up and Read the Labels. If you like this episode, guess what? We want you to share it. We'd love that. Share it with a friend and leave us a review. You can subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or really wherever you're listening to your podcast. For more information, visit us at wakeupandreadthelabels.com. Hold up. 